Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night to anybody and everybody listening, wherever you are. Today, we are talking about a super common experience among American youth, and that is stress and burnout related to competitive sports. Um, I personally went through a lot um, with these things, and they really affected me mentally, and they affected a lot of my decisions and the way I've turned out today. So I have a guest that has shared some of these experiences, Miss um, Casey Wang. Hi. Um, so Casey and I competed on a couple of the same teams. And for context, when we talk about these coaches, we are going to be talking about a Jeffrey, a <laughs> Emily, and a Richard. Richard, yeah. So, Casey, please share um, how your sport has affected you and what that sport is and your experiences with stress related to that. Okay, so I do swimming, and I've swam for, like, seven or eight years, and I lost the love for swimming um, because of my coaches, um, and mostly because they put a lot of pressure on me to attend practices and it made me not want to go anymore which in turn made me not like the sport anymore yeah i had a similar issue when i reached high school and i was still competing i've been competing since i was like five and i'm 16 now and so when i reached high school um i hadn't really experienced like a lot and swimming could had like was my whole life and i had kind of just spent almost all my free time focused on the sport and in high school i had a lot of different opportunities thrown at me to participate in different things and when i started gaining interest in those things my coach um jeffrey got really mad at me and He said a lot of things that affected me to this day. He said that I could either be someone who was someone or someone who was nothing. And I was like, oh, so we're like (laughs) equating my value as a human being to the sport. Got it. And I think that's a big problem because I think a lot of people like equate their value with how well they do that. Last year at PALs, I had a situation where I was put into an event that I knew that I wasn't going to do well in. What event? the 200 im okay continue okay and basically what happened was it sent me into a little bit of a panic attack and then i cried and it was a mess and it was basically all just because i felt so much pressure to do well from my coaches and if i didn't okay so at this moment someone decided to roll down a window where we were recording and it messed up the whole thing so We'll get right back to the scheduled program. My apologies. This part was just really bad because we all started laughing. So, um, continue. Okay. Why do you think you had that reaction? Because this was pretty late in your swimming career, right? So why do you think you had that reaction to that event when you swam it so many times before? Okay, so what I- So I felt a lot of pressure to do well. So when I felt, okay, actually, I put a lot of pressure on myself to do well, and I think it's because my coaches expected a lot of me, and, like, they would also compare me to other people, which made me, in good ways and bad ways, so it made me feel like 
I always had to one-up somebody. So when I couldn't one-up somebody, I felt like I was not enough to do well in the sport, which made me really upset, which made me have a little panic attack, but. Yeah, I was actually doing research before this because I'm professional. Um, and there's literal studies that say, um, and I'll link them down, but there's studies that say that coaches are like, 75% make up 75% of um, an athlete's experience and so if you have a coach that um, uses like negative methods you're gonna have a negative experience and eventually that's gonna catch up to you um, with the comparing to others things swimming specifically is a sport isn't necessary it's a team sport you're on a team but when it comes down to it it's an individual sport and they say you're competing against yourself but when you're right. doing the sport from a young age you know that you're not just competing against yourself you're hopping into a, an event against like seven other kids and when one of those kids is on your team yeah and when you practice with them every single day it's just like when you're in the water you just kind of have like it just like kicks in that you have to like race them or be better than them in order to get some sort of like validation almost from your coaches yeah um on another note coaches can have such a huge effect on your self-esteem mm -hmm. and i think that brings us to emily mm -hmm. who was a coach on a team that we were on previously now emily hardcore russian and <laughs> i'm not saying that in, like this right. is relevant this no, is relevant because yeah. she's like hardcore like from russia and culturally they have a lot of standards in terms of the way you should look so on that note when i joined that team casey was already there with one of our friends eva yeah. who was also on the team and i met emily and she was a strong character to say the least um yeah. at the time i had dyed hair and she had a lot to say about that. She had a lot to say about people's bodies. Oh, yeah. Too. Like, what was... She said something to you. What was it? Or no. She was just, like... She would just make comments. Like, even if they weren't insulting comments, she would comment about the way you look and your, the way your body looks, which makes you very self-conscious yeah. about... It's, like, even if they... Even if she's, like, oh, you look good, it's, like, okay, well, I'm not healthy right now, so... Yeah. She would do that to, um... I don't want to name her, but... There was somebody. Yeah. I'll call her... Lizzie. Okay. You know who I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. So, Lizzie, at the time, was going through something mentally with an eating disorder. I would continuously like tell her she looked amazing oh yeah and she was like i might have just said her name so we're gonna go back to saying emily would always say she looked amazing and um i would because i knew what was going on yeah it was um it was like really hard to sit back and just watch her go through that mm -hmm. um and then with ava Ava got like the worst of it. In my oh, opinion. so Ava actually, so me and Ava are like best friends, and Ava, she would she would favorite me a lot for no reason at all, and she would consistently drill down Ava for doing nothing at all. Like 
Ava would never do anything that I didn't do. We would always do the same things at the same time. And Ava would get all of the, like, punishment for it, basically. And, like, watching that made me feel bad for her. And I can only imagine how she felt during yeah. that time. And I think that's an example of how coaches can, like, pit athletes against each other when yeah. they show favoritism to one person. Because that person ultimately doesn't want to, like, make anyone feel bad. Right. But they're put in a position yeah. where they do. And that causes people to not like them. Yeah. And then, obviously, once you're on that pedestal, it feels really crappy to like get put off of it yeah so coaches have a huge effect on that moving on from coaches though we're not necessarily moving on but you know moving forward towards like the end of your swimming career because you quit or are quitting soon yeah um like right now it's like right now <laughs> yeah um so towards the end of like your year-round club swimming career what do you think was like what pushed for that other than obviously your parents but okay so here's the thing um my future i would like is like college you know like i want to get into college and nice. swimming is right exactly but swimming's not gonna get me there and that's just like how that's just how it is and i'm okay with that but in order to get accepted and do well in school you have to give yourself time to do your homework to do other extracurriculars you might want to do or just like have time to yourself to like re to like get your grades up maybe like mental health has to be like also a priority in order to like do well right so when I was swimming year round it took a lot of that away from me and it waste it basically wasted my time because I didn't enjoy it anymore I was not getting any joy out of it and all my friends didn't like it anymore so when i went to practice for my friends obviously my friends were down i was down and it was just a really negative environment so i would say quitting swimming for me is gonna be really good for just like my overall well-being yeah so i quit around this time last year um right before high school season and i did that because i made the executive decision like I'm a good swimmer, but I am not good enough to the point where it's going to have, like, an impact on the college I go to. Um, so I knew I wasn't losing much um, quitting, but I would be gaining a lot. And I think the only reason I stayed in the sport was because I did it so long that I stayed out of obligation. Because, like, it's like when you put in so much time and energy into something, you feel almost like you shouldn't just like walk away from it yeah like if i walked away i spent 15 of my years no exactly like, doing what so i didn't want to quit but during the end of my experience on that team jeffrey got both aggressive and not aggressive at the same time so there was really no in between with him he would either ignore me completely because i started missing practices to like you know live a life um and experience high school and so he'd either ignore me or at meets which are um basically like games for swimmers <laughs> because we don't throw around footballs um mm -hmm. so they're basically games for swimmers at meets um when i would go up to talk to him after an event he'd either ignore me or he'd say he'd say something horrible like well you would be doing better if you actually showed up for practice and you were committed to this sport. Like, yeah. I don't know why you're here. And I'm yeah. like, if you don't want me here, why am I here? Yeah. That's the thing. Like, why am I here? No, I 
And so ultimately, I think I quit because I was so done with being in an environment like that. And I could have joined another team, but I was like, you know what? I think I kind of need to just let this go. Right. Yeah. Like, we all need to move on at some point. And it's not just swimming. I think sports in general, like studies show, and I'll link those down below because I'm professional. Um, (laughs) Studies literally show that when you add a year-round competitive sport to your already, like, packed schedule, or, or maybe you just do school in a sport, like, either way, you have a lot of other things going on for you. And when you add a sport to that, especially when you don't like, you're spreading yourself very thin. And you're just adding an extra stressor to your life. So if you don't really love it, you shouldn't be there. I was also going to add, like, some people do enjoy their sports, which is great for you if you like for you. Um, So, like, if, like, I don't know. I feel like if you really, truly love your sport, then maybe it's, like, a good outlet. If you like it and it's a good outlet for you, because obviously exercise, super healthy, Mm -hmm. like, Go exercise, queen. It's really good for you. Um, but, yeah, and if your sport is that exercise and that outlet for you and it makes you feel good, keep doing it because that's healthy. But if that sport is impacting your mental health negatively, there are other ways to exercise. Mm-hmm. Like, go take a walk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take like, a walk. Lift a weight. I don't know. But um, there are other like exercises and I think it goes for everything if something is negatively impacting your mental health cut it out unless it's like school Um, so to wrap it up what did we cover we covered burnout stress coaches um I want to leave on a positive note so for the people who are thinking about quitting um their sport whatever it is um there's kind of like a list you should go down do you enjoy your sport do you still enjoy it um that's a really big one and i think it like right off the bat if you don't enjoy it cut it out like it's not it's not a mandatory thing it's not school it's not brushing your teeth it's it's a sport and it's ultimately a choice it's like a hobby well i guess some people it's like their job but for like high schoolers it's more of a hobby if you are a student like if you don't enjoy it cut it out i know sometimes it can feel like you don't have a choice but (laughs) what are you looking at me no i was just saying like i felt like that i felt like i didn't have a choice and i had to just stay in but we're out yeah we made it oh we just that was wow that was a really bad that's okay anyways yeah if you don't enjoy it cut it out second thing you should go through is like is it a positive environment for you is it benefiting you to be there Again, if it's not, why are you there? Leave. Mm. Goodbye. Right. Not important. Right. Who cares? Um, and then ask yourself, like, what, like, will I regret leaving? What happens when I do leave? And if you are comfortable with that outcome, leave. So if all three of those things work for you, that's kind of like eight, eight, but yeah. That was like, that was three things, just like with some synonyms. Synonyms. <laughs> okay. It's my podcast, okay? I know it is, but I'm also here. Well, you cannot be. <laughs> no, you oh, have to stay. okay. <laughs> you have to stay. Um, okay, so that's my whole message. Do you have anything you want to add? No, I don't have anything to add. Actually, I do have something to add. Um, 
don't make a decision that you're gonna regret because you're gonna have a hard time going back to it if your coaches yeah. are actually maybe some people's coaches aren't as bad as our maybe coaches. we're just traumatized yeah still we also didn't mention richard in this story so in case okay so no one is wondering casey but at this point casey decided to go on a rant about how we didn't mention richard who is the other coach in this story um but instead of listening to that which was so not significant sorry casey i wanted to say thank you so much for listening to growing pains i hope you liked it and if you did you can listen to all the other episodes and hopefully listen to the next one that comes out um i am so grateful to have you listening thank you so much um peace and love i will see you next time